0: Hey guys, welcome back to this week's podcast. We hope this week's message inspires you and encourages you. Be sure to check out our website to find out more about us. Here's today's message. Good morning, my dear brothers and sisters. Today, we will talk about Him. Because He's only Him who deserves it. But, as I always say... When, when we are weak, we are strong in him, and I always pray that, Lord, if there is a weakness in everyone who stand and serve you, but you are the one who can bless it, 100%, and uh, when they can't find food, they search it for a young boy, and he had the five loaves and the two fishes. And God blessed them, Jesus blessed them, and everyone ate, and it was a blessing. So I always, when I prepare any sermon, Arabic or English or anything, I say, Lord, this is just like the five loaves and the two fishes, and I'm sure that you will bless it. Amen. I I'm talking about a subject that I'm not an expert in, but and there is an expert people who dealing with those two things, but I just... Try to share it with you when I'm talking about depression and anxiety, or a piece of from God. That's the sermon title: depression and anxiety, or peace from God. These two words, I think, uh, as I said, I'm not exp- ex- expert in dealing with those as depression and anxiety. There is a lot of good, uh, you know, psychiatrists, counselors, psychologists that. God uses them for the people who go through this, because everyone goes through depression and anxiety. There is no one 100% exempted from it since the beginning of the church. But I will say it uh, from the perspective of a person who deals and loves to care and, and love people, who God puts me to serve them, and also what the word of God is teaching us in this aspect. These are the two words that I think after COVID has been increased dramatically. We heard about anxiety, we heard about depression, yes. But I think after the COVID, these two words, you will hear it much, much, much more than used to be heard before. But I thank God, I thank God because uh, what I'm saying is there is a solution. Yeah, there is medical solution and there is a lot of things can be done to cover those or to help on those things. But the word of God gets us a peace that can come even if I go through those. I still trusting that this peace will come to me through the word of God, through the Holy Spirit who will can help me and stuff like this. Uh, When I talk about depression, when I talk about anxiety, I can try to tell what I mean by depression. Depression is always related to the past. I think the depression is always related to the past. When I get hurt from somebody and I could not forgive, that makes me depressed because I don't know how can I get over what I went through before. So in the past, there is a depression and that's covering the past. And anxiety is talking about I'm fearing from the future. So depression covering my past when I get hurt, I can't forgive. I don't want to, have to, to take it off from my heart. That gets me depression. And anxiety is I'm worried about everything in the future. I'm worried about... You know, financial, mortgage, kids, lots of things happening in life, work, uh, sickness. You know, a lot of things happening to get me fear from the future, and that's an anxiety. And between the past and the future, the past are past, and the future, I, I cannot control it. Then... I lose the present. That's why I put, why I lose my present when I am between these two rocks. Between the past, where is depression, between the future, which is an anxiety, and I will lose my, um, let me say, my present. So how I can have a peace and a joy in the present, despite of these two things, that in my right and in my left, which I have nothing—I have nothing to do with them, but how can I enjoy in praise? Um, uh, well, let am say, really, really feeling that God has given me in His Word what can help me to enjoy and rejoice and joy in my present. So, what I'm going to take is my present, which will be tomorrow will be past. The present today, tomorrow will be past, but I will enjoy my day. I'm going to read from the Epistle of Philippians, but before I read, if I ask anyone, and if anyone, again, what I will answer now, you can tell me after the sermon, no, there is another word. If I ask any person, I need you to choose one single word or one single thing you need. One single word, one single thing you need. I think all of us will say we need peace. Correct? I don't think you will ask, I need money, or I need position, or I need, I need. Because this comes after that. But what I need is peace. Peace in my family peace in my work peace inside me to go and and go on in my life peace of all the struggles that we need to find in our find in this life so if i need a peace that's that that gets me to know that the only solution that god has provided in, in, the, in the four or five verses I'm going to read now is the word that everyone is searching for. And I think the peace can cover both of them. Because if I have a peace, I'm not going to worry about what happened before. And if I have a peace, I'm not going to worry about what's going to happen tomorrow. Because I have the peace. And this peace cannot be purchased. cannot be You can't buy it. If the piece can be sold out, or can be sold out immediately, if there is a product called peace, everyone will go and buy it. But this piece is not is not on sale. It's not be sold. It will not be sold. It will be only given when we will just go through these verses, and I'll get you just two three things of how can I enjoy the peace of God. Before I read the scripture on these verses, I need to tell you that this message of Philippians has been written where? In a prison, in Rome. And there was no reason to rejoice or have a joy or have a peace, 100%. If if you see how it was hard, if you read the the church history, there's two harsh things during that time if the crucifixion, the crucified person is dead southern time before he's, he's losing his life. He will, he will be died southern time. And a prison in Rome. And how that person, a normal person, is writing these verses in the epistle of Philippians. Let's go through Philippians 4 from verse 4 to verse 9. Uh, It says, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus finally brothers whatever is true whatever is honorable whatever is just whatever is pure whatever is lovely whatever is commandable if there is any excellence if there is any things worthy of praise think about these things What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. In this few verses, we find two steps. Like like a ladder, I'll take one step, and once I have this step, I can go and go to the other step. In verse 7 it says, and the peace... Of God, which surpasses all understanding. There is a peace from God, as I said, cannot be purchased. This peace of God. In verse seven, it says to me, "There is something in the bank for me, and I can use it." And I I omitted verse eight, which I will talk about it at the end. But what what, what I will explain in verse eight gets me to the step number two. It's not only the peace from God that He gave you that he himself will be with you. See verse 9, it says, and the God of peace will be with you. He will not only give me a peace, but when he sees me doing what verse 8 is saying, he promised me as a God of peace will be with me. And you think of a person who is God, of peace that He is with me, um, so so when I am going through the pressure and anxiety, if I remember that I have in the bank peace for me, and in the in the same time I have it walking beside me, He is the one that He will just tell me, "Don't worry, don't worry." God is with me. The the prince of peace, the god of peace is walking with me. And I always try to remember it as much as I can. Like in every situation I am in, I tell him, you're here in that situation. You're here in that position. If you're driving the car or your bike or whatever and you're alone, you just tell yourself, he is sitting beside you. He is taking care of the smallest thing in your life. If you are going to a place and you really feel afraid in a conversation you'll have or in any in a, in a argument you'll have or a debate or whatever, tell him, Lord, just be before me, be before me. That's true. That's true. And he will not let you down at all. Even in small things. Because I can tell you, Lord, I'm going to the city. And I know the parking is a big issue. Can you please prepare a parking spot for me? I'll tell you why I said this to you. Because if you will, ask for his help in the small things it will be much easier for you to ask for big things and he's happy to hear it because i think we love our kids in all ages but when they're young we love them more because they ask funny thing requesting funny thing we love we have joy correct so even when you say small thing, I need a parking. We're like babies to the Lord. And he will say, I will find it. Don't worry. Have a peace in your heart. Ask him in the small things. You will find him and inside yourself. That he is he's always. Yeah. So, and what he said, he, he said, peace that surpasses all understandings. Everyone around you are having fear. But you have a peace. And sometimes you say to yourself, why, why? Why with joy, by the way. You might say it, why with joy. Why everyone is panicking. Everyone is afraid. This is happening here. This is happening there. But you have a peace. It's it's above all understanding. I can't explain it to you. By the way, what I try to express it is something can't be preached on. But you can live it. But if you live it, you'll understand what I'm saying. Everyone around you is just like in a different angle. And you are having a peace that God will take care of all the things that I'm going through. But I need you also to know something. In in Romans 5.1, it's one of the very famous verses. In Romans 5.1, it's talking about a different peace. It says in Romans 5:1 Therefore since we have been justified by a by faith since we have been justified by faith we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ What this means I have a peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ This is the justification peace this is the given peace This is not the peace I'm talking about, by the way. This peace is given. This peace, once you accept the Lord Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you have a peace with God. There is no condemnation. Romans 8.1, for who are in Christ Jesus. I'm not talking about this peace, because this peace is given. Once you know him as Lord and Savior, this is given to you. But what I'm talking about is the peace while I'm living here. The peace that I, le- I needed, uh, not on daily basis, in hourly basis. There's a story, I heard it a long time ago, and they say that there is a king. And that king, and I'm not sure if I shared it here before or not, but I will share it again. That king, his son comes to him by the end of the month to take... You know, uh, you know, like uh, his monthly wages, or or like you know um, what he wants to take every month. He like give him like say a hundred dollar a month, and this is your allowance for the month. So the son comes beginning of the month, like today October first. Good morning, daddy. Good morning, king. I need my allowance. And then the king give him the hundred dollar. Then he leaves. 1st of November, beginning with the month. Hi daddy, how are you? I need my allowance. I love you my son and he gave him 100. Then the king said, I want to see my son every day. I want to see my son every day. He comes to me only once a month when he needs my allowance. So I will tell him something different. And he will tell him, my son, I will give you at ten dollar a day, which is like three hundred dollar a month, but I want you to come to me every day morning to take your allowance. You got my message. You get the story. Sometimes God, when I need the peace daily, I need to ask Him for it daily, not when I'm in trouble, when, in the, when I, when I, not when I'm in need in Him. By the way. We will all we will all go to him when are in need. I am telling you, anyone, brother and sister in Christ, if he's going to the hospital, if he's going to operation, if God, he will just pray. And he'll tell him, Give me a piece of the difficulty I'm going through. Everyone will do that. But if we go to him every day, even when there is nothing there, he will love to do this. So so I'm not talking about the peace of God that given when you when you accept him as Lord, I need I talk about the daily peace. That you will ask him for it, in every day. And as I said, it's like it's like living with Jesus in the wallet. It will take us from any wallet, but it will secure us, protect us from the worries. It will protect us from the worries that we'll have in this world. And what's against it in Second Corinthians chapter two, verse eleven? This is a very important verse, guys. I I I feel. When it says in verse 11 in 2nd Corinthians chapter 2, it says, So that we would not be outed by Satan, for we are not ignorant of his designs. You know what's his designs? His designs is to tell me, uh, you know what I mean? Why you ask him every day, ask him when you need. And some of his designs is, do you know that Satan did not know the future? He doesn't know what will happen after a second. But he will knew my past, and he will knew my present. So, if I am in a conversation with anyone, this conversation, he can take it as his design. So if I'm talking to Todd on problems, fears, what's going on, you know what I mean? He will say, oh, that his conversation is showing that he has fear. That's his design. So he will attack me more. And he will attack me with anxiety. He will attack me with depression. Because he knew, because he hears us. He hears what we say. So if we say peaceful things, if we say encouraging things, He will; his design will be failing because he he will not find anything against me. That's what is happening. That's what he says in this verse, like like be worry, be knowing exactly. Don't be ignorant of his designs. Sometimes we be ignorant, and he say, but this is every everyone say that no. He said that the peace of God will be with us, and God Himself will be with us. Then I will say three quick things that I learned from this few verses. How to find this peace and how to enjoy it. How to embrace it. As I said, we cannot buy it. We cannot buy it. But how we embrace it. How we find it. How we get it. The first one is, um, I know, that's a very important thing. The three sp- so first is I know how the story ends. Uh, in Philippians 4, it says that finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, it says lots of things. But one, I know that the story will end. That means... I know exactly that this will not stay forever. You know, the story, uh, sorry, the songs that uh, it's in the elevation worship. And I know uh, that Pastor Adam loves it. See a victory. You love it. See a victory. One of it, it says, because I know how the story ends. How joy you will have when you know that there will be an end of all the troubles, of all the anxiety, of all the depression in this world one day. Because I know that the story will end. I know how the story will end. When you know that there will be an end of it, even, even if it's not here, but there, then I will know it's just a matter of time. In Second Corinthians chapter 4, 16-18, he is talking about... Uh, that some people feel that they're losing their hearts. in, in, uh, in second Corinthians chapter four verse 16, uh, it says, "So you, we don't lose heart, though our outer self is wasting away. Our inner self is being renewed day by day. For this light momentary affliction is preparing for us, an internal weight of glory beyond all comparison, as we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal. When I know that one day this all will be gone, all the seen things in this world with all the troubles and the problems that we face that get us. Anxiety and depression will be gone. If I will put my eye on the things that are unseen, I will know that there will be an end uh, to this story. So that's number one is try to tell the Lord. I just th- I need to know that everything happening here is earthly things. Your cars get hit, you get annoyed. Uh, insurance, and all. I understand. But before this will accumulate inside your heart, you tell, this is earthly things. If something wrong with your home or with your mortgage, or yes, we, st- we, we get upset, we get sad. I'm not saying don't get sad, but quickly tell to yourself, these are earthly things. And it will end one day. You will see the peace. You will enjoy the rejoice that you will have When you think this way. The second thing is prayer. It says here in verse uh, 6. Don't be anxious about anything. But in everything is by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God. That means is I don't talk to myself but I talk to him. In this verse my brother and sister, there's two things we learn. He said to be known to God. When I pray with thanksgiving, my request will be known to God. He doesn't say your request will be answered by God, correct? He say when you do that, your request will be known to him, not answered by him. What means by will be known to him means that say Everything in your heart. I need this. I need this. But I'm not going to tell you how you get me this. Because sometimes we feel that this is the only way to get to this. So God, please, I want this and this is the only direction to get me to it. Do it this way. No. I just put my request to him. And I will leave it to him because he's the only wise. Three times in the, Old, in the New Testament, he is the only wise. Who is the one who can judge. And don't want to do it like the kids. When you go to a toy shop, he, he just keep, daddy, I want this toy. And I want it now. Bear with me, end of the month, when I get the salad. No, no now, now. Sometimes we do like this with God. He's happy, but this is not the way we deal with him. We we'll tell him, this is my request. But I will leave it to you, Lord. To do it the way you want. I just pray, and I tell you, there is a lot of lovely things, you know. And you know, there is nothing relaxing more prayers. I'm not saying it because I encourage everyone, everyone to come to the prayer ministry or the prayer team when we meet every Sunday morning at nine thirty in the in the meeting room, but. You might come with lots of heavy things. And I tell you, you feel so relaxed. When you feel you're surrounded by brother and sister, we pray together. And when we pray together, I tell you, the burden is lightened Because they will support you. They will feel you. Last Saturday, last week was a a very hectic week. Till till yesterday night. But Saturday, and I was coming from like a pastoral uh, care visit and I reached home 7.05 and the prayer meeting and the Bible study at 7.30 in Zoom. I always, be prepared before that, but I always from 7 to 7.25 before I open the Zoom, I just relax, put the song that we will sing and pray, not rushing. But I came 7.05 at home, I opened the laptop quickly and I was just so Stressed like the time will be, don't give me what I do. But I can tell you, once we started praying, God knows what I'm saying. The joy and the relaxation that you had when everyone is praying, everyone putting requests to God, and everyone trusting that God will do this. So prayer here is said, uh, Will w- will be... The thing that you need to do. Just submit. And when he said, Don't be anxious about anything, I can tell the anxiety as a positive thing. How? How I take the anxiety as a positive thing. I can say that once you feel in your heart that there is something wrong and I am afraid, take it positive, and this is the alarm. You know, when you want to get get up at six o'clock in the morning, you put an alarm. This alarm will wake you up and then you start your day. Make the anxiety as a positive thing. That's your alarm. When you have it, you know the solution. This is my wake up alarm. Then I go and pray and talk to him. So use it as your alarm. Once you have it, don't say, why I go through this? Say, some people will be, disagree with me on this. But when you, say, when you find the anxiety, Say thank you, Lord, for using this alarm clock for me to know that I need to run to you. Correct? I need to run to you. Take it as your alarm. Go to him, submit all your worries, and there's all anxiety, and he will take care of it. In First Peter chapter 5, verse 7. And yesterday when I was preparing for the sermon, I was just like, say, Wow. In Peter, 1 Peter 5, 7, see in English it says, that's the ESV translation, and sometimes using the word anxieties as care. Casting all your eh, anxieties on him because he cares for you. So anxieties here coming as plural, correct? But in the Arabic translation, I found it come as a singular. And I remember I preached about this verse this way. I said, why, in the Arabic, why it's singular, not plural? Because God wants you to give it to him one by one. Don't stack it up. Don't stack it up. It will be heavy to push it to him. Just one by one. It was singular. When I read it yesterday, I said, what, it's plural here, why? Then I went through the Greek, which I love the Greek, if you get the second slide, the Greek word of this anxieties coming in that verse, I found it here as still singular. I love it when it's plural as well, because it's talking about the anxieties, but you see, it's coming as a singular and Accusative, it's now an accusative. When you say accusative in this word, which is merimna, it's motion toward time. How long? What it means. It's singular, but how quickly I cast on all my anxiety on him. How quickly. So when it's accusative means motion toward time. How quickly do I take time to tell him, now Lord, I've tried to solve it myself. And I could not. Can you please take care of it? Or I quickly tell him, Lord, I cannot handle it at all from its beginning. So it's motion to our time. Because I'll tell you, and I'll ask him when I go there. God never do anything until I do this. You understand what I'm saying? Until I say I give up, he will not work. So if I submit it to him before I give up, he will take care of it much better than I try to fix it myself. That's what Jehoshaphat in the Old Testament when he was going to the war and he failed, now he can't. And he said, Lord, there is nothing to do but our eyes are on you. Correct? So, It's good how to do this one by one, quickly, 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 quickly. The last thing is, so I said, you know that there is an end of the story. So there will be an end of anything. So there is an end of a story. The second thing is just by prayer. Pray and casting all anxieties, either plural or singular to him. But I will tell you the last important clue which if I forget everything I said, remember eight in eight. What means eight in eight? What means eight in eight? In verse eight, in verse eight, there is eight things. Finally, I'm going to finish up. Finally. Finally, brother and sister, whatever is true, one, honorable, two, just, three, pure, four, Lovely five. Compatible six. Any excellent. Seven, worthy of praise. Eight. This eight, in verse eight, in Philippians four, think about it. If your mind and heart is full of those eight things, you will really enjoy that there will be no anxiety. If you are anything you think, think if I think on anything true, honorable, pure, just, lovely, do you think I will have problems? I will have an anxiety? Do you think? Yes or no? You agree or not agree? If, you, if these eight things finally are in my mind and in my heart, I don't think... I will accept having joy and relaxation in God because this is my He And by the way, this is the battle place. This is the playground that there will be a battle in it. But if this is, th- if my thinking of all those, anything's worth it to breathe. If I remember a situation I am in in life and this situation will let me be depressed or feeling sad what about quickly tell my brain and my heart? What about a lot of praising points that God has done with me and lots of testimonies in my life? Remember those. And this eight in eight will help you that the the God of peace. That's why I said verse eight, I'll say it in the end. In verse nine, that the God of peace will be with you. Because you've done your homework. And he will do his part. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you because I know that every word I said today, it's not for my brother and sister only, but for me. Because I go through these things similar. But let my heart and my brain, Lord, to always, always, always trusting in you. Knowing that there will be nothing outside your control. Assuring that everything happening in this world will come to an end, how I will feel peaceful, Lord. There was nothing will stay forever, Lord. The only forever in our life is Your love and the eternity. But anything is not; it's just temporary, Lord. So I pray, Lord, by Your grace, that You encourage my brother and sister to trust You in prayer, to trust You in submitting everything to you and to do the work that you want us to do so we really enjoy it lord i thank you for the anxiety i thank you because it's my alarm lord that when this something is wrong i will run out to you yes i can i can go to medical thing i can go to people who can help that's great lord but you will use them through your word and the holy spirit to let me get over it lord and I pray, Lord, that any of my brother and sister here in the auditorium, Lord, if, if they feel the burden, if they feel the anxiety, there is people that they can pray with. There is people that they can uh, tell them to support, to pray, to help, Lord. This is the body of Christ, Lord. There is nothing, Lord, have much more... Uh, joy when the body of Christ together connected, when we help, when we really care of of everyone who needs care. So I pray, Lord, that these words to be remembered in my heart and in my brother and sister's heart. In your precious name I pray. Amen.